I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is hour number two of VSIN Bet Center. Alongside Jeff Parles, I'm Ben Wilson on what has been a crazy, upset filled, just another Saturday, Jeff, in college football. We've already seen one 30 point underdog win outright earlier today in Bowling Green. We, uh, this would not be in that, in that sphere, Jeff, is what we're watching right now uh, between Oklahoma and West Virginia. But it still would be a significant upset on a night where there have been a number of close calls, and that's where we begin. In hour number two, I'm Ben Wilson. Jason Kahn, our producer behind the glass, doing a great job uh, getting our show uh, here on on the right track. But Oklahoma, they have not really been on the right track all night, Jeff. Stonewalled, fourth and one at midfield. They go for it down three, 13-10 at home, the Sooners are against West Virginia. And uh, they get stuffed. A lot of weird uh, kind of, I don't know, blank stares going on from Lincoln Riley, the head coach for Oklahoma, and the rest of that uh, Sooner sideline right now. Look, this is this was the year. This was supposed to be the year. Oklahoma not only wins the Big 12 yet again, but they they break through and win the national championship to some. And look, for two of the three favorites going into this, two of the four favorites going into the year, actually you can throw Ohio State in there as well. Three of the top, Three of the top favorites in college football going into the year Ohio State is a loss. Clemson is two losses. Oklahoma is very lucky they didn't play a real team the first three weeks, even though Nebraska probably is better than we thought they were going into that game. Uh, but they're losing. You're down 13 to 10. West Virginia's in field goal range. You get a touchdown here and you're down 10 going to the fourth quarter. West Virginia's defense is good enough to hold Oklahoma down. This is a bad loss. And again, on what has been a disastrous day for the ACC. What has been a disastrous start to the year for the Pac-12, other than Oregon winning in the horseshoe. 
The Big 12 cannot afford Oklahoma losing a game this early or losing a game period in conference because I don't think they're good enough to go through the back end of their schedule without tripping up another time. And the credit we need to give, too, for Neil Brown, third-year head coach for West Virginia, goes on the road. Yes. I should say they, they start on the road. They lose at Maryland in a frustrating loss. But since then, they've been great. Beat great Virginia win Tech, last week. As, yes, Virginia Tech ranked 15th in the country last week and on the verge of pulling off another upset victory, this time on the road. But, again, for an Oklahoma team who was favored by 17 in this spot, not coming close to covering. We'll see if they can re- rebound and rally here late to at least get the outright win. In the meantime, we'll continue to update you on, on that as well as our other uh, games going down to the wire. Nebraska and Michigan State, we have a first and goal, Jeff, with seven and a half minutes to play. Nebraska, we closed the door on the Scott Frost era. Said he was fired for sure, the head coach of the Huskers, <laughs> after the week one loss at Illinois. But here they are, almost beat Oklahoma in Norman last week, did uh, Scott Frost, Nebraska Cornhuskers, lose by seven but cover. Now they're tied, 13 all after a fumble by Michigan State in their own territory. And on the road in East Lansing, it's a chance to pull off the upset. And you see how Nebraska, on your live lines via DraftKings, have flipped to the favorite, just called a timeout. They have a first and goal upcoming. This would be a heck of a bounce back for how the season started, where that was a horrible loss week one to Illinois. And it looks even worse in retrospect for what the Illini have turned into. By the way, Brett Bielma today punted up from the plus 36 up by three in the fourth quarter. And, of course, naturally it happened to give up a touchdown and lost the game. Deserved it there. But, look, this has been very impressive from Nebraska now. And even in defeat last week, and, again, I don't think Oklahoma's anywhere near as good as their ranking says, but to go on the road and be in that game the whole way was pretty impressive from Nebraska. And you go on the road here and beat a previous undefeated team in their building, a team that looked like a legitimate team the first month of the year, that's a big step in the right direction in a year where, again, we know Scott Frost needs to win. You get this win – they're like, it, all right, we know we're good enough. We know we're talented enough to beat most teams in the Big Ten. Well, and how about, too, the, just the defensive standout? And I should correct myself. I said they recovered a Michigan State fumble. It was, it was Nebraska who fumbled, gave and the, the ball to Michigan State. State went three and out. Got, yeah, got a three and out and have, have marched right down the field. So and you look at Nebraska, too, after that, that loss to Illinois week one, there was an FCS opponent week two for them. They give up seven points. Take, can't take any, anything away from that. Uh, they only give up three to Buffalo and only 23 to Oklahoma. So this is a defense that, for as much as the talk has been centered around Taylor Martinez, a guy who was one of the Heisman favorites coming into the 2019 season and totally fell off and had really struggled. You look at his numbers, 14 touchdowns, 12 interceptions over 17 games the last two seasons. That, Jeff, seemed to be the focus, but maybe we're, we're not really realizing that this is a Nebraska defense that's Totally solid for, for a Big Ten team. Yeah, look, they, they, the defense might not be too bad. And and look, there's always questions about Martinez. I, I've always thought Martinez is average and is turnover prone. And we nearly saw it tonight cost Nebraska points. And look good on their defense. Their defense now back-to-back weeks. You have to say their defense has been quite good. Uh, Oklahoma, I think, has another uh, another fourth down. Oh, no, they gave him. Caught that? Interesting. But regardless, uh, on Nebraska there, Ben, uh, Maybe a little bit better than they showed the first month of the season um, through these first few games. And again, this would be a big step in the right direction for that program. Uh, we, yeah, you mentioned uh, Oklahoma, by the way. Looks like we'll have that the, has to be reviewed. Uh, the final play of the third quarter, but we'll get a review first. Looked like a pass that they uh, like a very generous either the spot or the the catch that was called. So we're going to get another look uh, here as Oklahoma does have uh, the ball back after they were shut down fourth and one at midfield looked like that and they was complete pass clearly yeah in, in and out of the hands and hit the ground so that'll 
That uh, was that a third down play? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So that that will be fourth down after they review this for Oklahoma in their own territory. So likely going to have to punt the ball back. Down 13-10 here, late stages uh, of the third quarter. As uh, Nebraska, I believe, yes, uh, is that the, Martinez? The, that was uh, Martinez, yeah. Into the end zone? Well, flag, oh, flag late, on flag. the play. I kept waiting for the, the <laughs> touchdown graphic to show up. So we'll, we'll see if Martinez is actually in. Uh, while we cer- certainly wait for that call and for the rest of these games to wind down, Jeff, we've got a number of games. Uh, oh, it is on Michigan State. So touchdown, Nebraska. 19-13 in East Lansing. Extra point pending as Taylor Mar- uh, Adrian Martinez uh, runs it in from about seven yards out. Number of games, though, that start here in the next few minutes. We have three, not just one, Jeff. We're treated to three Pac-12 after dark games this week, all with those 10:30 Eastern kicks. One coming up, though, in a few minutes at 10:15, South Florida and BYU. So if you haven't got any action yet, and you're like, ah, I just wanted to wait for some, you know, happy action, fun time, as our friend Wes Reynolds likes to call it. I want to jump in now. Well, you certainly can. And uh, BYU here, Jeff, favored by 23 or 23 and a half, but a little steam coming to the total. I'm seeing it as high as 55 in the market. Right I now. don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I. I. I thought this was a good under at 53. I don't get this. Uh, look, BYU. Even in their BYU's on a really good run. They haven't won these games with their offense. They've won it with their defense, and they ground the ball out. They run that clock down. There will not be a lot of possessions in this game. Oh, and I haven't even mentioned the most important part of this. South Florida's offense is horrible. <laughs> That's that the seems biggest, like a minor that's, issue. That's the big thing here. South Florida has a terrible offense. I don't know how we're getting to 55. I almost would consider laying with BYU here, that huge number, because I don't know how You're South You're not Florida's worried about the, the letdown that's for the, BYU? That's the only reason I'm not going to bother with it is it just you beat Arizona State, Utah back-to-back. But Both I, ranked. But I thought last week was going to be a letdown because it was the first time they beaten, beat Utah in a decade, and that's – a huge deal, the holy war there mm-hmm. in our in our neighbors to the east here in Nevada. So look, I, I thought that that was a letdown spot last week, and Arizona State made enough mistakes. BYU protected the ball. Uh, the running back made one of the greatest plays you're ever going to see after an interception, forcing a fumble 45 yards down the field to retain possession for BYU, and that was part of the reason they ended up holding on in that game. But I, look, this is just South. This South Florida team is. Bad. Jeff Scott has a long way to go down there in Tampa. So yeah. I like this under. I don't know how you're going to get enough points out of South Florida in order to get that game over. South Florida team total under 15 and a half is pretty good too. And I would consider laying with BYU. I'm not going to do it because I just want to see how they okay. look early in that game. And hopefully that number doesn't get away in game if there's an opportunity there to lay with BYU. I guess the only worry you'd have here is that BYU could could cover this total themselves, which you know, what happened could, earlier today with Georgia. Which, Georgia, Georgia almost had more. Nothing. Georgia almost had more points than Bandy had yards in that game. <laughs> uh, but look, Poor look, Bandy. That, look, that is a concern. But I don't think the one difference is with that with, with these with those two games is that Georgia, even though against Clemson, Clemson's defense is still great, even with the problems that they have offensively. Georgia's offense against the mediocre teams they played the last three weeks has looked awesome. BYU, even though their offenses look good against Utah and Arizona State, they still won those games because of their defense. And the way they play, unless if they're breaking off 75-yard runs, which could happen in this game against South Florida, it's just going to be hard to get to that total 
uh, unless if South Florida somehow scores 24 points, which if that happens, that total is going to go way over, and yeah. I don't see that happening. The Bulls were blanked in their opener at NC State, yeah. lose 45 nothing. They score 20 in a 42-20 loss against Florida. Yeah, and 14 of those were in the back door. Yes, yeah, so, and now, yeah, like you said, it was that was 42-6 uh, basically late. BYU so far's totals, 40 in that win against Arizona, 43 in the win against Utah, 44 in the win against Arizona State. Yeah. As we mentioned, you could argue there's a lot of different factors here because BYU playing three Pac-12 opponents to open the Cougar season in Arizona, Utah, and Arizona State. They went all three of those games, two of them at home, with the latter two against ranked teams. Uh, but, again, even if you think maybe the letdown factor is in play, that also would, would give lenience to the under if BYU doesn't score and comes out a little bit shaky. So that is the game that starts in about five minutes. There is going to be a pretty major – you talk about backdoor, Jeff. Pretty yeah. major sweat on your hands if you were brave enough to, to, to grab the 19 with Tennessee and you did it full game – Unlike what you were you were advising earlier, just go with the first half line. Florida coming off of that near win, but an easy cover for them against Alabama last week in the Swamp. Struggling in this game where and it was a tight game early on. Florida had pulled away with Emory Jones at quarterback, thanks to a couple touchdowns in the third quarter to go from up three to up 17. Again, laying 19, and Jeff, they've got the ball on the Tennessee 30, 3.55 to go. Trying to run out the clock, and a big run here, but the oh, turf, turf monster, monster with the big tackle uh, prevents Pierce, the running back for Florida, <laughs> from scoring. And now you are hanging on for dear life if you were a backer of Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Volunteers. You're almost better off if Florida actually scores a touchdown quickly here, and then you can get in the back door that way. You're almost better off at this point. <laughs> Not where you want to be. I will also point out, though, uh, the the Hendon, Herndon Hooker, or Hendon Hooker is out. Oh, now that then <laughs> then, 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 you, then the you might be in trouble there if you had Tennessee. <laughs> We praise you if you were trying to sweat Tennessee right now. When we come back, there's a trio of Pac-12 after dark games we have yet to preview. We'll talk about those, update you on the in-game action next, right here on Beeson Bet Center. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com credit. Welcome back. It's VEASAN Bet Center on a Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas here at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Back alongside Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. We're tracking a number of potential upset alerts, Jeff, and we are on high alert in Norman, Oklahoma. We've got a situation on our hands. Timeout taken by OU. 12-27 to go down by three as a 17-point favorite against West Virginia, and they're faced with another third and short. Jeff, we just saw them get stuffed fourth and one at midfield, and while the, the spread implications here are basically dead, because we know West Virginia, barring something just unforsaken, is going to cover this game. The long-term implications of this are pretty massive if Oklahoma is unable to find a way, and they're going to need to string together something, an offense that has really not done anything. Just 179 passing yards, 44 rushing yards. Jeff, this was supposed to be a team that was racking up 600 yards a game. Haven't hey, done it tonight. But it's been most of the season so far. I, I, the Tulane game, they racked up yards and a lot of points, but their defense failed them there. I Forget the Catamount game, the way Western Carolina was that completely, doesn't count. completely overmatched. Opponent, yes. And then last week, look, Nebraska, again, I think Nebraska's a lot better than they showed in that disaster at Illinois week one. But when you, you're in the mid, you're 23 points. For most of that, for most of that game, man. I mean, it just it wasn't enough offensively for that Oklahoma team. And now against West Virginia, look, West Virginia's defense. We know a lot of people think of the Holgerson era where there was no defense and it was all offense. This is different now with Neil Brown. They have a real defense. We saw it last week for three quarters. They stopped playing for a good chunk of that fourth quarter against Vatek, and then they uh, they boned up when they had to in the fourth quarter in the last drive after the Dogie turnover uh, that set up an opportunity for the Hokies to steal that game. But this is not good enough. It's not good enough for Oklahoma. And for Spencer Rattler, who was the Heisman favorite going into the year, and also, Ben, an offense that was supposed to be the best in college football, period, they have been painfully mediocre so far. It has been painful to watch it. Yeah, it's been painfully mediocre. Might grind it out, but Jared Dagey has had his own struggles. Just 18 of 27, 136 yards at a pick. A better outing by him, Jeff, and this thing could be a, a pretty comfortable two-score lead right now for West Virginia, but it is not. And as we'll look at, we'll look at the other side after the timeout. Big third one play coming up for Oklahoma. I know you mentioned uh, Nebraska; they're they're better than we thought. Yeah, they are. They just forced another three and out on Michigan State. Back to Nebraska after the Adrian Martinez rushing touchdown. They're going to have to punt, though, Ben. I'm looking at the quarterback for the Huskers, who just was taken down short of the first down uh, marker, so it will be a punt with. 420 to go and counting Michigan State not taking a timeout here. They'll save two timeouts for head coach Mel Tucker. At, at, with uh, Yeah, they're going to get the ball back here, Jeff, with just under four minutes to play. Michigan State was a five-point favorite, bet all the way to three and a half. I know we talked about this earlier. Sometimes you get wary of the trendy dog, but sometimes the trendy dogs do cash, Jeff. And this would be quite an impressive win for Nebraska after nearly taking out Oklahoma last week in Norman. However, oh, short punt and Michigan punch. State, 20. 10, touchdown. What a horrible punt that, that was, was the by Matt, Nebraska. That was the Matt Dodge of, oh, of college no. football punt. A line drive fielded at the 50. I think that's about a 55-yard punt return touchdown that they'll end up marking that as. Oh, my And Michigan goodness. State 
As soon as we talk about that, Jeff is an extra point away from tying the game. That was so bad. That was a line drive, and it was easy for Reed <laughs> to get on the run, the full head of steam. I mean, that's it's well, as routine as you're going to get. Again, Nebraska special teams, you could argue, cost them that game against Illinois also. Uh, I just Well, we have a flag, but I have a, I have a feeling that's going to be excessive celebration, uh, at least for Michigan State's sake. I, I hope it's excessive celebration. Uh, Nebraska, yes. Nebraska should not be rewarded for how bad that punt was with any penalty <laughs> in the middle of that. I'm uh, sorry. Jake, it just shouldn't be. 34-yard uh, punt by Daniel Cerny and the 62-yard touchdown return from Jaden Reed as we get a look at the uh, the penalty right now. Uh, Michigan State. Yeah, it's, will, it's they exactly will count the I touchdown. Thought. This is an after the uh, after the play penalty coming on Michigan State unsportsmanlike conduct going on the Spartans. Uh, so we will uh, we'll see how that plays out. Mel Tucker, the head coach, not happy. All right, so there, PAT pending to tie the game. Uh, by the way, Jeff, your sweat in uh, not your sweat, but some people's sweats in Gainesville. This was a game where Tennessee and Florida balls getting 19. We're down three at the half. They are now down 24. And are in need of Joe Milton, who just came in in the last series through an incomplete pass. He had been benched earlier in the, in the season for Hendon Hooker, who had been solid tonight. 13-23, Jeff, 221 yards and two touchdowns. But Josh Heupel, the coach for Tennessee, the first-year man for the Vols, is pretty clearly punted on this game. Hasn't used a single timeout in the second half. In a rivalry game, no less. And his team is now down 24. You would need uh, you would need a gift at this point. You need a backdoor cover for the for the Gators. All right, I should take the a, a Josh Heupel home. team stopping to try when things go wrong? No. Come on. Come on now, Ben. Joe Milton in the game. What could happen? 139 no, to go. Run, and they're handing, the, the, they're you're, handing you're, the ball off, not taking any time out. You're, you're done. No care for the boosters there, Knoxville. At least we get him within the number for uh, – for our guy, Josh Heupel. But look, in the end here, uh, this was, again, one of those where I thought the first half was a better side than the full game. And again, it seems that was the case. Uh, but there you go. Uh, that would have been a big play if they could have held on. Incomplete pass on second and five. Uh, but there you go. Uh, a few other things while, uh, while, while, while that was going on. Oklahoma has another big third down. And I just, I think they just got the first down. Yeah, they got it. First so and 10 down to the First 19. and 10 in the 18-yard line. Obviously, that punt return, Michigan State will be punt, will be kicking off way back uh, now. Um, and I also, the other game, the one that I actually am sweating, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State leads by 11 with six minutes to go. Kansas State has had about 100 p- chances to try to get in the back door here, and they're just neglecting to open the door now, Ben. Can't pry it open. They Can't just, pry it look, open. They have gone since the touchdown from Jaron Lewis, that's a 55-yard touchdown pass to his running back, Jeff, as we – you just see what Nebraska just did. I didn't I'm, so, see I'm sorry, it. Ben. No, it no, says, let us. What happened? So you have, what you have happened? you're kicking off from the 20 yard line, and Nebraska lets the ball roll around for a little bit. They pick it up at the eight, and now they're starting inside of the 25 yard line. After well done, Michigan to take State. Full advantage Michigan of State the had the unsportsmanlike there. penalty. That yeah, uh, well done there. Special teams in a nutshell. We've just seen the last two plays Jeez. for Nebraska. So Kansas State, they score a touchdown this game at Oklahoma State as a. Anywhere from a five to a six-point underdog. Jeff has a good number, but down by 11, they scored that touchdown to go from 31-13 to 31-20. Since then, Jeff, they have forced uh, three punts. The Wildcats have also punted the ball three times, so you are, you're spot on with that. They've gotten the ball back a bunch. They just had a, a first and uh, – they just actually had to punt fourth and 22 after getting further backed up. So it's back to Oklahoma State with 5.45 to go in the game. 31-20 to the Cowboys, looking to go 4-0 and 
even though they've gone just one and two against the spread so far for Mike Gundy now in his 17th season. All right, before we get back to more updates, Jeff, I, this is uh, this is the rare segment we get called Dealer's Choice. Because oh, usually, usually we normally just have the one Pac-12 after dark game. But guess what, Jeff? We have three. We have three. And we have three massive favorites all at home. A recipe that has not really been a good one for many teams so far this season. Arizona State laying 14 at home against Colorado. USC laying 10.5 or 11 at home against Oregon State. And uh, Oregon, that is the, the largest of the bunch, 30 points they lay at, at home against Arizona tonight. Any of those three options intrigue you, Jeff, for these 10.30 Eastern starts here coming up shortly? Uh, I'll, power, I'll power rank here for you right. real quick. Thank you. The, we'll, go, we'll go from the one I want the least to the one I want the most. I want nothing to do with Arizona and Oregon. So we can just throw that into the, into the, the garbage pail there. I want nothing to do with that game. The other two games are a little bit interesting. USC, Oregon State. Oregon State's offense actually a lot better than you would think. Slovis is going to play tonight for USC. I kind of like the over in that game at 63 and a half. I expect a lot of points from both sides in that game. And then the last one, Arizona State is the one that I like the most against Colorado. Colorado's horrible on offense. I would it, like to follow up with you on that in a moment. But first, somehow Tennessee is a chance to cover. One, one second, second to left. go. Final Throw play. Touchdown, Joe, Joe Milton. Milton. And no! zone, he throws the fade out of the back of the end zone. He throws it uh, to West Oh, uh, man, throw West it to Palm. Jacksonville. No. 37-yard pass from uh, from Joe Milton to uh, Velas Jones down to the 27, just as we thought Josh Heupel was running out the clock. Tennessee as a 19-point underdog, down by 24 after covering for 57 minutes in this game, Jeff. And it's Florida. The Gators get the cover. Final score at the swap, 38-14. And uh, Milton had two cracks at the end zone. Does not get it done. Anyway, as you were on the Pac-12 breakdowns. Arizona State laying two <laughs> touchdowns against Colorado is the one I like the most. That Colorado's just bad. Uh, and look, that's going to take a while for Carl Durrell to get that program going back in the right direction. Yet again, obviously, Mel Tucker took the Michigan State job. Uh, but look, that offense is just so far behind. Uh, where they need to be. So I, I would anticipate uh, that to be a lower-scoring game, late to 14 with Arizona State. That's one of those weird ones where it's such a low total, but I'd rather have the favorite than the dog in a 45 total, 46 total now at draft. It's as low as 44.5 at South Point, our other studio across town. I will note the one big line move we've seen in the last five minutes. USC has been bet down from 11 to 10. Yeah. Had a couple shots, including behind us at Circus. So I guess some betters, Jeff, thinking, all right, they had the one – Renaissance week after the Clay Helton firing did the Trojans at Wazoo. Maybe this is where things start to fall apart for the Trojans. Oregon State would be the side I would bet, too. You would like it? We'll find out. We get, we get all those games to sweat. Uh, up next, we'll continue to uh, take a look at the, the day that was. Some of the biggest storylines from around the college football landscape. Also, keep you updated on the games in progress as we roll on right here on VEASAN Bet Center. football season your best sports betting season ever start your vcin free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24 7 video streaming daily best bet emails betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis you get everything vcin has to offer for only 22 dollars per month sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe Welcome back in. It's VEASAN Bet Center, hour number two of four. We're having so much fun. Thanks for hanging out with us on your Saturday night. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. Two big games, Jeff, coming down to the wire. 
Nebraska, again, the defense holding strong despite all the special teams gaffes tonight, Jeff, where they give up a punt return touchdown the Huskers do to tie the game in East Lansing. But Michigan State does not go for it. They had a fourth and one just shy of midfield. They punt the ball away. Nebraska, it looks like Adrian Martinez just hands it off and it takes a six-yard loss. So we are going to overtime, 20 up. Oh, boy. And this is the classic. Oh, if, you're a, if you're a dog better here, this closed anywhere from Michigan State minus five to minus six. This now becomes any any college football better's worst nightmare if you took the dog in this Forget spot. that. The total now, which and was a dead under, that. is now looking like you could be in a little bit of hurt here. <laughs> You're at 54 and a half, 55. You're currently uh, at 20 to 20, so 40. What you're rooting for here is someone scores a touchdown and it can't be matched. That's what you're rooting for if you're on the under here. If you're on the over, you're rooting for chaos, which could absolutely happen here. <laughs> and uh, look, I again, I, Nebraska's been the right side the whole night. This is, again, one of those where we know overtime dogs go to die. That's in every single sport there is. And you might be getting another one of those scenarios right here. We'll see what happens there. The couple quick final updates. Uh, Jeff, you do not get there in yeah, Stillwater. 31-20, your final score. Oklahoma State holds off Kansas State as a six-point favorite for the outright uh, win and the cover for OSU. Mike Gundy's uh, team now 4-0, even though none of the wins have – You could and you could argue, like a lot of people felt like Boise State was done in by the referees last weekend. You could argue this is a Mike Gundy side that uh, it could easily be 2-2 two and two or 1-3. Or and three depending on how things would have played out. But they get the win, as do, as we mentioned, that is now official Florida 38, uh, Tennessee 14. They cover as a 19-point favorite, despite not having the number being covered for 57 minutes of that game. Uh, but they do get the cash here. And so now we await for the overtime in East Lansing. 13 up. Oklahoma, We before our last break, Jeff, we saw Oklahoma. They had a, a third and one that they were able to pick up. However, that drive did stall in the red zone. So it's now 13 apiece. West Virginia trying to pull an upset as a 17-point outright underdog, and they've got the ball right back in Sooner territory, 6.50 to go here. Again, this has just been the story of this game. West Virginia, to me, has been the better football team Another first game. down Mountaineers. Yeah, I look they've away. moved the ball consistently every I, time you look down. I just, again, that that I if West Virginia goes on to lose this game, the decision to take the chippy field goal instead of going for it on fourth and goal inside the five, that's going to really be the decision that's really you look back on and say, hmm, if they were a little more aggressive, they'd probably walk out of walk out of Norman with a win. And look, and, and on the other side, Oklahoma, 16 play, 62 yard, eight minute drive, but all they could do is get settle for a Gabe Burkich 35 yard field goal. So 10, uh, 13 all now. First and 10 for West Virginia ball, just outside the Oklahoma 30, with 6 uh, 10 to go in the game. So what is Jarrett Dagey made of? A guy who was benched, remember, in the Liberty Bowl last season to end the year for West Virginia. He takes off, scrambles, picks up a few yards. So West Virginia, they are in some business uh, right now with six minutes to go. Uh, Jeff, for any of, any of you who are watching uh, the network throughout the day today, I know we were covering some of these earlier games as it happened live, but as we kind of look back at the day that was, outside of some of these just outlandish upsets with just comically high spreads that are, are kind of funny to talk about, there were some other games that had some pretty big implications just going forward for the rest of the college football season. And today in, in Chicago, one of our two big neutral site games Saw Wisconsin. I, I'm sure you're going to say they showed their true colors today. It sure was, did. It was uh, it was ugly. As look, the final score probably not indicative. This was a, a tight game throughout. Jack Cohn went down in the middle of the game. The Notre Dame quarterback, and yet uh, the Irish find a way not only to to come from behind and take the lead, but 
to pull away and, and win in just decisive fashion, a 31-point <laughs> fourth quarter, thanks to four, yes, four interceptions from Graham Mertz, who has seen his stock. Uh, it, it, is, it has fallen off a cliff there for the Badger signal caller. 18-41 today for Graham Mertz. The Badgers, 1-2 and two for the first time since 2001. And maybe even if you want to call them a paper tiger fighting Irish, they are now 4-0, Jeff. Yeah, look, this is with the way that this has gone across the country here, Notre Dame's schedule, as we know, is still one of the best, if not the best, in the country. And next week against Cincinnati is a ginormous game because the winner of that, with especially if Oklahoma goes down right now, Ben, the winner of Cincinnati-Notre Dame next week has the inside track to the playoff, as wild as that may sound, because the ACC is Wake Forest or no one at this point, which means no one from the ACC. No disrespect to the Demon Deacons, who are pretty good, but they're not running the table all the way through. The Pac-12, Oregon or bust. Could the Ducks run the table? Yeah, they're absolutely capable of it, but knowing the history of the Pac-12, something will befell them at some point. So the winner of Notre Dame-Cincinnati has a legitimate inside track to make the college football playoff after today's result. For Wisconsin, look, the two games against real opponents, you lost. And the Penn State game, they had plenty of opportunities to win. They kept turning the ball over in the red zone. Today, this game was 10-10. to It's going to the fourth quarter with the momentum fully on Wisconsin's side. And they lose by 28. And they give a team with no offense 31 points in the fourth quarter. Granted, <laughs> there were there was a kick return yes. in there. There were two pick sixes. A lot of nonsense in there. But it's just one of those where, it, where if you're Wisconsin, you really have to think about if it is worth it putting Mertz in there. By the way, Uh-oh. Michigan State Uh-oh. has – have they? No. Uh, oh! Uh, oh. Uh, inter- almost, almost a walk-off pick six in overtime. Adrian, almost. Adrian Martinez interception was returned about 50 yards downfield. <laughs> Flags do come out. But regardless, wow. no matter what happens, this will be Michigan State ball. All they will need is a field goal to win, and that would be a massive survive if you have uh, have under 54 and a half in, uh, in this spot And Nebraska, spot too. And Nebraska as well, if, if you can hold them to a field goal. Uh, Nebraska plus uh, five, actually down from five down to three and a half in this spot. It was a uh, an illegal low block on Nebraska. It was on Nebraska on, 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 on the uh, on, yeah on, on, on that interception return. return. So Michigan State at uh, the twentieth ranked Spartans a great great chance to survive here after getting a scare from Nebraska. We'll see if they can score on uh, their possession as Adrian uh, Martinez throws an interception. Uh, speaking of totals, though, that was that was as low as forty three and a half in Chicago today. Notre Dame and Wisconsin. That's a pretty Notre Dame is scoring forty one. <laughs> and on the surface, you think it wasn't even close, but that probably never should have gone over. No, that uh, never should have gone. Hey, look again, Mertz as was, a six point or six and a half point underdog. M- to Mertz, move. Mertz just was really bad. And I think again, you look at Notre Dame's schedule. Even though it doesn't look quite as good as it did before the season, it's going to still end up being like Cincinnati's going to be ranked the whole season. One of North Carolina or Virginia Tech's going to end the season in the college football top 25 uh, for, for the committee. So the schedule's still going to look pretty solid for Notre Dame. I Look, if Notre Dame goes 12-0, they're going to be in the college football playoff again. I don't know if they're good enough to win next week against Cincinnati, though. Uh, Cincinnati showed me a lot in that come-from-behind win against Indiana where they had no business uh, winning that game. They had no business uh, winning that game in the fashion it did, and no business covering, and they did. By the way, Michigan State uh, inside First inside the two, of inside the two yard line. So 
You uh, you may not be surviving here, Nebraska oh, backers, boy. if they decide to punch it in, uh, which I would if I were uh, you, the, yeah. the coach of Michigan Mel State. Tucker I wouldn't bother. Well, there you go. There's for a, a loss of two on first and goal at the two. Keep going, keep going, Mel. And a Nebraska keep going, Mel. defender is down. Oh, this is this is agony. If you've got Nebraska anywhere from three and a half to five, wherever this closed. Uh, by the way, quick update in Provo, Jeff. Uh, you, uh, th- you're seeing BYU already up seven nothing. They scored. I, I need, I need they scored on here. about the third play of the game. They have the ball back, fourth and goal at the South Florida one. And that one thing we said that could potentially derail an underbet here after this was bet up to 54 Is and a half BYU scoring all the points themselves? Would be a final <laughs> score of roughly BYU 56, South Florida nothing. Well, we're, we're almost a quarter of the way there. BYU, I think it was a, a 65-yard uh, pass on the first play from scrimmage. Set up a short touchdown. They got the ball back right away. And he, this makes sense to go for it uh, if, if you're a Kaloni Sataki just because you've got – You've got an offense who's been dominant so far. Ben, yeah, absolutely. First off, first off, I think BYU was in anyway on the previous play, and they're reviewing that right now. But, but you absolutely, you absolutely go for the go for it on fourth and goal the one because more than likely, if you give South Florida the ball on the one yard line, they're going three and out, and you're getting the ball in South Florida territory the next drive anyway. Tell me, that's just this South Florida team is truly terrible. They really are. <laughs> Maybe the just the straight spread was the way to do this. Twenty three and a half or twenty four. Uh, for for BYU, uh, either way, it's, it looks like it will get ugly uh, for for the for the Bulls on the road there. As we are getting our uh, our fourth and goal ruling, and uh, they are short, so they will go for it on. It was third and goal; they were short. They will go for it on fourth and goal. By the way, Michigan oh, State's they're, kicking they're bringing the, field the goal. kicker out. It, it's the it, right it was, play. They got stuffed again on second and goal, so third and goal from the three. Chip shot field goal is up and good. Final: Michigan State twenty-three, Nebraska twenty in overtime. You got the hook, even if you got the worst number. You Nebraska survived. plus three and a half, that barely gets there. Under somehow survives as well. Every better's worst nightmare. This dog under better in overtime, but you got there. Both Congratulations. Of them. Uh, on the other side, a couple more college football thoughts. We'll talk Ryder Cup as well. Some interesting Sunday odds that are now out. We'll get into those next on Decent Bet Center. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over under and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back in. It is VEASAN Bet Center. It's our final segment of the college football portion of the show before we get into our NFL Week 3 previews. My co-host Jeff Parles is just uh, wryly shaking his head. Uh, or, or, I'm or, back or, with I'm Ben Wilson as we're watching uh, an utter destruction oh underway goodness. in Eugene. Oregon needs 62 seconds to find the end zone against Arizona, and I'm now getting to see a replay of what exactly this was on an attempted screen pass by uh, the Wildcats intercepted by the Ducks, and uh, this is probably game over already, Jeff. Yeah, this is, uh, look, this might be one of those where they couldn't put a big enough number out there, and Oregon's still going to cover it regardless of how big it is. Uh, again, it was like 31 at Circa. That was the high watermark. Oregon at home against 20, Arizona. It was 28 for a lot of the week, and then 28 and a half, 29, and then obviously the late the late action on Oregon. And, and look, uh, this is – Jetfish has a long way to go in Tucson. Long way to the top. Long if you want way to, rock to go. And roll they, for they, look, look, yeah. look, Arizona lost to the Lumberjacks in Northern Arizona. How, yeah. how times have changed from when they got all the money in that week two game against San Diego State and then got completely wow, that throttled. Was, that was ridiculous, too. That was the wrong team was favored in that <laughs> game. Again, San, Diego, again, San Diego State and BYU own the, uh, own the, uh, the, the Pac-12. By the way, BYU is going to score again here before we're even halfway home <laughs> in the first quarter. I'm uh, telling you, Jeff, final score, BYU 56. No, that's that, just that again. I, I, South handy, Florida, nothing. Again, in that a total that was fifty-five. I, I did the same thing on the Georgia Vanderbilt game today, Ben. And I, I should have learned, and of course I didn't. Where the total seemed way too high, unless if the favorite did it all on their own. Georgia did it all on their own today, and they did it in three quarters. BYU is well on their way right now to do it on their own. And again, this is very impressive from BYU uh, to just go out and just put the foot on the throat of a horrible team quickly after what they did the last two weeks. Again, emotional win two weeks ago, first time winning the Holy War in a decade, and then beating Arizona State last week. And they, with a third and six right now, will pick up the first down. So inside the South Florida 25, and again. Just take some time off the clock. I know you're scoring a touchdown. Just take some time off the clock. Jeff. So the one game still of, of importance from a national perspective, at least that is late right now, 13 up between West Virginia and Oklahoma so it was interesting, last time we touched on this game, Jeff, West Virginia had the ball pretty deep in Oklahoma territory. They had a a bad snap, resulted in a 21-yard loss, and gave the Mountaineers, Jeff, a third and 33 back inside their own territory. They had to punt, giving Oklahoma the ball back, and Spencer Rattler and company, they the quarterback for the Sooners, they've driven the ball down the field. A timeout just taken by West Virginia with 56 seconds left. It's a second and six upcoming for OU at the West Virginia 30. 
Now, it helps that you have Gabe Burkich, arguably one of the best kickers in college football, Jeff. But we, we did see earlier today NC State make the cardinal mistake of basically playing for the 45-yard field goal. Now, their kicker was awful. Had missed, had already missed twice. Had a missed bad the night. game winner. They got away with it. They beat Clemson. But even with a good kicker like Burkich, Jeff, wouldn't you still like uh, – You'd still like the play calling to not fall into that trap and just get for super the, conservative. I'd play for the touchdown because West Virginia is not scoring a touchdown. I That's mean, it's true. A, a, you go up 20 to 13 here, you're probably surviving at 16, 13. Again, if you run the clock all the way down, it's one thing. But uh, look, uh, I would I would still play for the touchdown. West Virginia has two timeouts. Uh, you've, you've second and six here. Uh, well, West Virginia just decided to run through the offensive line before the ball would snap. So there you go. So now second and one, actually 101 to go. And this wall, the, the spread here has been decided throughout. It's going to be a West cover Virginia's for West Virginia. Cover. Oklahoma laying 17 in the spot. This will be interesting on the second half line, though, because this was a bet from four and a half to five. So you are, you're hoping right now, if you took Oklahoma... Laying it in the second half, and I give you a lot of props, Jeff. This was easy to look at and say, oh, all right, Oklahoma, sure, they'll, they'll find a way. But you were not sold on them no. actually co- covering this with ease, and that was the, the right play for sure, as it's probably going to be Oklahoma by three. If you have that second half bet, you're just hoping either this goes to overtime or they look for a quick, uh, quick strike here. But they are running on second and one around the right side, first down but out of bounds at about the 16 of West Virginia. Oh, come on. You can't go. In all honesty, at this point, this is all or nothing at this point for, for everybody here. West Virginia has two timeouts. It's under a minute. Even if Oklahoma goes we're to three downs and out here, West Virginia will be lucky to get the ball back with about 10 seconds. So it's basically all or nothing here for everyone. And uh, I think that's probably what we'll see. So, uh, not wanting Spencer Rattler to turn the ball over at all, which has, even though it's been few and far between, but he has turned the ball over at times, including tonight, did throw one interception as here, they just keep it on the ground. So, uh, again, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know once that looks like it's going to be a field goal happens for Oklahoma, but another big scare for one of the top teams tonight. Uh, as we roll on in the show, we'll get into our NFL previews and keep you posted on, on any of these late games. Mostly we'll keep you posted on uh, Jeff's misery of, a, of an experience trying to sweat out <laughs> South Florida BYU under BYU's 54 and a half. BYU's inside the one-yard line. It is it's third and goal. Be, it's about to be 21 nothing. 10 minutes into the game. This and is this not though, Jeff, the greatest uh, the, the greatest endorsement for in-game betting? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. What's the? Uh... It is about it is it is sixty-one and a half. Oh, they just speed. stopped them. Look at that. Good on you, Bulls. Now we'll just see a touchdown on fourth down instead. Take time off the clock. Let's go. Just okay. take a, take the whole thirty-five and shorten the game here. That's where we're at. We're we're in the first quarter. We're already rooting for the sad game to be short. state of affirs for Jeff Carls. <laughs> Just begging his South Florida Bulls to, to not no, allow not points. Not my South Florida Bulls. I just don't. I'm rooting against human achievement. Well, that's basically here. what your bet is coming down to. Can South Florida get any stops yeah. at all? Essentially, uh, so we'll see. Fourth and goal. So this is a, a live total up to 62 and a half. So you're getting, if you'd waited here, you're getting an extra eight points to work with. Assuming eventually oh, BYU calls the off the dogs and BYU <laughs> scores on fourth and goal to just. Pierce a needle right that through the heart so of Jeff Barnes. They had him dead. They had Allager dead to rights twice. Oh man, he didn't even get. He didn't even. He didn't even uh, look, get close to being tackled you, after you, having you him there. You did partially get what you deserve for having a bet that that does in a, in a way re- rely no, on the this, defense. Again, of this, South was, this, was, this was a mistake. I should have just been a team total under. <laughs> just bet. wait. Just wait in game. Oh, could have got even, a better number. What are we? What are we at now? Sixty-two and a half still. I don't know. I mean, BYU <laughs> might score sixty-three at this rate. I, look, I said it before, final score, 56 nothing. Yeah, BYU, more than possible. More right. than possible. We're going to let – all right, we'll, we'll stop making you 
go through the misery. Okay. Let's get a couple minutes in on the Ryder Cup. That's an yeah, event uh, we, we've, I've, been, at least I've been watching pretty much all weekend. I know you have as well, Jeff. U.S. in complete control as they have shown that the talent gap on paper coming in has uh, more than played it out to this real. point. 11-5 to five the lead for the U.S. They need 14.5 points to retain the cup. Uh, so in an absolutely dominant position. For context, the largest comeback any team has ever overcome on the final day for singles on Sunday was 10-6. That's happened a couple times. when The Europeans were able to, to reverse it. Uh, that was, what, uh, nine years ago back in 2012. So the U.S. are, are going to win the Ryder Cup. And, and the live odds, it's like 40-1 to one on, on Europe to actually win. 35-1 to one on a tie. Those are not worth betting. But, Jeff, what is interesting is the Sunday singles here. And we have now gotten the matchups, and we have the order of play that have come out. So what I, I do find interesting is that you think about the, the mentality here, if you're Steve Stricker, a lot of this is kind of shaping, all right, who do you want to be the guy that ha- gives you the best odds to actually clinch? And he has put Dustin Johnson in the sixth match off. Again, for the U.S., they'll need to win four matches. So the thinking is... Uh, John Rahm and Sergio Garcia, those are two the top two European players. They're in the third and fourth groups, respectively. So the thought is, even if you lose those matches, if you get there with Xander Shoffley, who's a favorite against Roy McIlroy, that's the first match. If you get there with Colin Morikawa, who's a pretty heavily priced favorite against Victor Hovland, that's another. And you would set up a spot where if, if Patrick Cantley gets there against Shane Lowry, he's a favorite. That's kind of the thought. You could get Dustin Johnson uh, to win and secure the cup. But what's interesting to me, the one line, most of these lines seem pretty fair, but Sergio Garcia, who today became the all-time leader, all-time in Ryder Cup history, his 24th win this morning. They went again in the afternoon. The guy is just a machine at the Ryder Cup, one of just a handful of players to play a Ryder Cup event across four decades. Uh, he, at least on the East Coast, Jeff, these opening numbers, is an underdog to Bryson DeChambeau, plus 115, yeah, the second surpri- match off. Kind of surprising with that. And also, too, uh, I... Makes no sense. I, I took a, I, took, I just took a number with Sergio to be the, the highest point getter on Europe at uh, at 12 to 1. This is going to go down because Patty Hired decided to play Paul Casey out there in the second session uh, on Friday afternoon and let Paul Casey get his teeth kicked in for the second consecutive <laughs> match uh, on Friday instead of oh, putting Sergio yeah. in there. Because um, Rom right now at three and a half points, Sergio at three. Rom drew Scotty Scheffler. John Rom is going to beat Scotty Scheffler to be the high Euro in this in this uh, Ryder Cup. Which again, the Ryder Cup has basically been John Rom and Sergio Garcia versus Team USA. Because the rest of Team Europe, other than really Shane Lowry and Terrell Haddon, have really been a mess. This this Ryder Cup has proven a the U.S. This is the deepest, the most talent the U.S. have ever had on a worldwide yep. scale. It has also proved that John Rahm is far and away the number yep. one player in the world, and the margin is probably greater than we all thought. Yep. And C, Sergio Garcia is just a wizard when it comes He's to international the best competition. Cup player of all time. It's been amazing. I've uh, been a lot of fun to watch. Again, the, the, the contest itself, a formality, but we'll see on the individual matchups come tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, we got a full Sunday in the NFL to preview. We'll get to that next. NFL Week 3 coming your way right after this on Decent Bet Center. This is VEASAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. Make this football betting season your best ever with the vcin experts. Get daily email updates. 
24-7 video streaming, plus exclusive data on vcin.com. We deliver everything you need to succeed, whether you're playing contests, futures, or betting against the spread. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe and get our all-access package for less than $22 a month. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right design, color, and size perfect just for you. You'll find VEASAN hats and even VEASAN coffee mugs all in our online store. Just go to VEASAN.com slash store and order now. That's VEASAN.com slash store. This is V-Sin. 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 I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility.